Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Showdog, Gola, and KG talking all things fantasy. It's Bad Dad Baseball. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bad Dad Baseball. Um, we are recording on a Tuesday night. I'm feeling a little under the weather, um, but I'm going to fight through it. Got a battle. Like, like a true champion that I am. It's like but, uh, Shory's flu game. It's my flu game. It's probably it's going to be a good one. I actually do think this is going to be a great episode. We got some uh, great locker room talk about to come up. So uh, we are all getting ready. We got a draft on Friday night for our big baseball league. Um, it's probably not as big as what you guys are thinking, but I mean, our league is as big as what you think. But our draft is kind of weird because of the keeper settings we're in. So how much how much are you guys preparing for our draft coming up? Zero. <clears throat> Well, I mean, you traded every single pick you had. I so. did, yeah. Because I think the draft is trash, <laughs> uh, so I will fucking do it every single year from yeah. now on, too. Yeah, and it still gives some people some background and some context and kind of why we say that about the draft. So we're, we actually have started the league. We were able to keep uh, 10 people for as many years as you want. And along with, I guess we started with eight minor leaguers. Um, then we have what we call their exemption. So it's basically players that are in the, you typically the first couple of years of their career, then you can keep them, but they got to meet, um, be under certain innings and at bat criteria. And then based on where they finished the previous year, you'll lose that corresponding pick for this year. So, um, we did that for a little while. Then we actually dropped it down to eight keepers and increased it to 10 minor leaguers and kept the two exemptions. So, we did that thinking we were going to strengthen the draft, and uh, really, at the end of the day, it's it's not. It de- didn't really do a hell of a lot. But can you even remember um, the draft before we did that? I, I I feel like the draft is so bad as it is now that I I can't even fathom what it would be if we had ten it keepers. Was, it was bad. Um, I mean, it's basically essentially we're drafting in round eleven. That's where we're starting. Yeah. Um, it's not like round one. So when you trade a first round pick, it's actually like trading a, a tenth round pick. So mm-hmm. if yeah, it's a number I mean, one pick. All- Sometimes you get like a really good player, I feel like. But um, if you get like the 12th pick in the first round, it's really not that valuable. Well, and then, well, and I guess it all depends too. I mean, there are some valuable players in the, in the draft because you look at certain teams that are that are better than the weaker teams in, in the league. And, the, you know, they're throwing back legit keepers where, you know, some of the guys that are at the bottom of the league may not be keeping guys that anybody else would. So, um, so that happens every once in a while. Much, I don't know. I say – there's probably like three or four, maybe, I don't know, maybe eight guys that are probably legit keepers on some other teams that are getting thrown back, but it's not, um, there's not a hell of a lot. So it's kind of a crapshoot for the most part. Um, you kind of go into it with a, with a somewhat of a strategy. And then based on the first like five picks, you're like, well, there goes that. Here we go. I'm just going to fly off the. I feel like, um, last year there was like three closers taken in the first round, just to give you a context on how the first round goes. So. I think that plays into like just how how like minimum of closers there are in baseball now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if there's only a few. Most teams go by committee. So if you're gonna get a horse that's actually gonna get closes every time that's a save situation, then you want one of those guys. But I don't think in years past, like when we started ten years ago, twelve years ago, closers weren't like a premium they are now. But mm-hmm. it's weird. And, and, it's and weird I and I think and I think. And I think with our league too, it's, you know, I understand spending high draft picks on relievers. If it's a, if you're in a rotisserie league or something like that, where you, you know, it's counting stats for the entire year, but we're in a head to head, head to head league. So 
obviously you you know it's six by six six you know six hitting categories six pitching categories so for me kind of personally you know if there's a closer available that i like i may take them but i i always tend to try to trade for them during the season um because you we do have some teams in the league that you know they may take you know three guys or four guys and they so they'll have some available so yeah um my strategy with it all is I tend to try to um, if somebody falls to me, I'll be like, it's an obvious spot to take him. I'll take him, but I, I'm, I'm trying to trade for him, you know, uh, a couple months into the season or pick guys up off the waiver wire. One or the other. Keep giving me your strategies. I like this. Uh, <laughs> give me a little edge. So, so with that said, I don't want to get too much into our league. I don't, but I don't want to bore you guys. It's pretty complicated, but Everyone can relate to this talk. It's for drafts. It's, I mean, it's, these are, these are rules. I've made them. I went through what I think of the rules are, and then I'm going to discuss them with these guys. They have not heard them yet. So, and I think these apply to football, baseball. If you're in a big basketball league, these rules apply. Um, So unwritten rules of drafts. Here goes the list. Here's the first one. Know your league rules. Don't be the guy showing up to the fucking draft. And it comes up and you're like, well, well, why, why are they, is this a PPR league? Is this a half point PPR league? I wouldn't have taken, uh, Jamison Crowder. If I knew it was a half point, I thought it was a full point. Don't, don't be the guy showing up to your league draft and doesn't, didn't look at the rules first. That's huge. Thoughts. That's huge. Yeah, I think uh, I would like to say that in our league, we don't have that as much because it's a keeper league and we, gen- we tend to have the same owners year to year, but it still happens. Like, no, well, shout out Brennan. It Brennan still happens still every year. Six years well, in. We have, we, we have, we have a, like a, a league constitution or whatever you want to call it that's like as long as the United States constitution. So I think a lawyer uh, actually wrote it for us. <laughs> so sometimes we get, it gets a little muddy, but. Yeah, I mean that's just that's drafting one on one. You got to know what they, especially in football. I mean, it's probably just, I mean I guess depending on the categories in baseball, if it's rotisserie or even head to head. But I mean, if, if football, if you go to a draft not knowing if it's PPR or not. Yeah, it's, it's same for baseball. Disaster. Really, I mean, if you don't know your categories in baseball, if it's just like our league, if it's on base and and mm-hmm. you're you think it's you think yeah. it's average, but it's on base, big difference. There's there's some guys that are great on base and shit average. And uh, they're way more valuable depending on the league. So I think definitely know your like know your league rules, please. Don't be the guy asking questions that everyone's looking at. Like you have six heads. Don't <laughs> number, be that number asshole. Number two, um, be prepared. Uh, do a little research, not just on the rules, but like come with a spreadsheet, have a plan. I know we just said we don't have a plan, but our league's way different. Um, we're drafting around like basically 11. But if you're in a regular league, have a plan show up and like cross guys off don't lose track of like who did this guy don't don't ask that question did this guy get drafted i that's a little like punch in the face don't I, ask yeah this guy's if i had if i had a top i mean first first two round picks i'm definitely coming in with a plan there's no doubt about it it's yeah. just the the position i'm in like I, I can't make a plan that'd be silly for me to try to figure out who's gonna be the 65th guy left in the on the board it's just it's not going to happen. The only plan I can maybe come up with is like knowing where I have holes on my team. So, you know, if I don't have a, like if I only have three starting pitchers, I have no relievers, I have no catcher. So it's like, I can maybe attack those positions, but yeah. Uh, for guys in the league that have first and seconds, like that's huge going in and having yeah. an idea of what you're going to go for. And kind of along that, along those lines, being prepared. Like, and I think the guy in our league, uh, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, 
He's got the first two picks overall. Same guy. Yep. Miller. Does, does Mill have one? Shout, shout out Mill. We're doing he has shout six. Out Mill. He, he, Doesn't he have six? He, he, he has owns six like in the, the first round. First round. But so, you know, with somebody like him, and I, and I think he does, because based on a group chat, he, he talked to us. I think we already know who he's going to take. But if you have one of the first, if you have the first pick overall or even the first two pick, know who the hell you're taking. So when the draft starts, you can just take them right off rather than sit there and wait for the, you know, the amount of time that your league has allotted for you to draft because it just drags it out. Um, can can you know, we uh, can we do a uh, situation that happened? What was that? Uh, four or five years ago? When a little guy, Otani, came into the league. Oh, yeah. And the guy who had the first round pick, the first overall pick. Maybe maybe alcohol could have given a factor there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it was alcohol or if it was just not knowing what the hell he was doing. But yeah, he took um he took Quint Quintani, which is a mixture of Jose Quintana and Shohei Otani. But it ended up being he actually ended up taking Quintana. So I mean that's the the preparation right there is what sets that, that team mess. back. Yeah, that's a miss. So if yep. maybe he would have prepared and not drank so much BLs, you know. He had the first pick, mind you. Like, yeah. so you drink enough before. Well, the and, that, and that's what I'm saying. At up. that point, you should know who you're going to take. Yeah, you can prepare weeks ahead there. Yeah, yeah. That, hey, be prepared. Um, Next one is uh, know when your picks are coming and know when you have breaks. So, basically, know that it's a snake draft usually. Um, know that you have a pick. Say if you have number 11, it's a 12-person league. No, you get another pick coming up and then you're gonna have a long break do not fucking leave to go to the bathroom on the short break so we got to pause the draft for your ass be there make your two picks go take your break go get your beers go get your food go go talk with your buddy know your breaks and know when you have picks i feel like we're like in a gentleman's league so uh if people like that people do that we tend to pause the draft i almost wish we were more cutthroat on shit like that because it does get annoying when you have to either pause or rewind the draft for when stuff like that happens. i i mean i understand like other situations can occur but if it just comes down to someone has to take a leak or something it's like come on man you had time you had time yeah for sure and if you if you don't have time then piss in a bottle that's <laughs> that's right <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of these drafts are live, so and then these people are together. So um, don't be like the guy that we're or girl. Don't be the guy or girl that we're yelling at. It's your fucking or, turn. Why aren't you even over in your spot? Well, do you, or or if you look at the very first draft we ever did when we started this dynasty league, we were at uh, shout out Scotty New. We we're at his house till like Christ, I don't know. We were up till like two o'clock in the morning doing this draft. It took like seven hours. We had a buddy of ours who's no longer in the league, Isaac, who uh, was passed out, head on the table, just completely done. And we just like, Stickney, 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 wake up. He finally wakes Stickney. up, has no idea that it's really his pick. We just say, Stickney, it's your pick. He goes, Mike Lowell. It was every like, time. Every time. <laughs> it was so goddamn Mike random. fucking Lowell. It, it, just absolutely no idea. So Drafted not, him you know, six times. <laughs> we, can, we, <laughs> we can laugh about it now, but. It was pretty goddamn frustrating when it happened. Good point. Which brings me to our next one. Loosen up. Drink a few beers. Don't don't come to a draft sober. Don't be a stick in the mud. Have a few beers. Be ready to make have mingle. Have some fun. You might see a buddy that you haven't seen in a couple you know in a couple months or 
you might have to have some conversations with a guy that's uh, a little different than you, but you don't know who you're going to be sitting next to. Be ready to open up, have a few drinks, uh, and and get a little flow going. This probably the most important rule yeah. of yours right there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this goes without saying. Oh well. Well, yeah. the thing is, what's what's funny is like I I mean. I'm not saying I got a feeling there's probably some people that might hear this and they're like, are you fucking crazy? Why would I ever drink during this thing? Cause I don't want to make a mistake. Well, you know, shout out, shout out Kurt DaCosta in my football league shows up sick every time and doesn't have a drink. So, and, uh, that's how terrible. does he do? That's, you know, does he, he finishes ever... pretty much dead last every time. Yeah. Did he finish <laughs> last? He had yeah, to stand out with the sign. That there. was Coleman. That was Coleman. That was Coleman. Okay. Lots of these could shout out Coleman too. A lot of these could shout out Brennick and a lot could shout, shout out Coleman. So speaking of Brennick, um, the next one is don't blackout. So we do want you to have drinks, but don't go to that limit of like, Hey, he's fucking passed out. Um, he can't even make his pick and the time is just going to run. Or maybe you guys are doing it live and you have to somehow make a pick for them because they blacked out. Which I've seen in in both situations. So Did, didn't Brennick do that last year? Like, didn't he have his like? Brennick we is on, on a uh, six year streak. We were on, we were on, <laughs> on a fucking six year. No, but streak. didn't we weren't we on like Facetime or I came over to Facetime or Skype last year because like all the COVID bullshit, and he was uh, and Brennick like was he snoring? Like, yeah, he was like just a shot of his yeah. fucking couch and down in his basement. And he just snored away. It was and it was a good. I, I think we ended the draft and he was still out. I don't remember, but drink some beers, but don't black out. Once you're I done like, drafting, go ahead. I, but. I feel like that almost that almost goes to just a rule in life at this point, you know, of our lives. I think I think we've all been there yeah. at one point with blackout, but like, yeah, I don't ever want to blackout well, anymore. You know, no. shout, shout yeah, out Jack. I, Jack listens, college kid. He's gonna have some drafts with some buddies. Like, get drunk. Make sure you and your buddies don't don't black out because that that fucks up the draft. I can't We're imagine older. blacking out. That's I mean, what I'm I, saying. I told you guys, I told you guys, my my wife and I went away Saturday night, and we kind of did some day drinking. And I don't think I had a, I don't think I had a beverage after five thirty or six o'clock Saturday night. And I woke up, I mean, completely hung titties on fucking Sunday, like I'd been drinking till two or three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was rugged. So I can't imagine drinking enough alcohol to blackout because it would be, it'd be curtains for your boy. I'd be, I just, I'd be over with. What do you think the percentages of Jack blacking out when he drinks? Like the the, the nights he drinks, how many times does he black out? Jack, I'm gonna go with uh, 23 percent blacks out. Wow. Yep. But My, he's so, 21 years old. He can recoup like nothing. Again, goes, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no. Oh yeah. Like, like, it's like a th- get, well go to for a, him. Get a baconator at Wendy's or something, and he just bounces right back. Fuck yeah. He, for him, it's Thursday, Friday. Um, and then Saturday by noon, but I mean, Saturday and Sunday by noon blackout. So it's like mm-hmm. four days in a row. Yeah. Can't imagine. You know him. Maybe get a tattoo in between, you know, so yeah. it's all good. He got another one this weekend. Blackout this weekend. Yep. He got it on his, <laughs> he got it on the inside of his lip. Um, send it. <laughs> Thoughts. I just, I mean, to be 21 again. Is it is it like upside down, like properly? So, so when he, he like pulls his lip down, you can read it. Send you it. can actually read it correctly. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good. 
<laughs> how many beers? How many beers before you get send it tattoo? Uh, I don't I'd have to be I'd have to be blackout, and you guys would have to do it as like a fucking a brutal prank to me. Yeah, that I didn't know it was happening because like there's zero chance I ever let that happen. No, no, yeah, there's no way. Speaking of, we won't have to mention names, but uh, any idea what the record is for uh, beers in a draft? Draft day. Wasn't that like, uh, wow. I mean, I know what the, yeah. yeah. I was saying, it was in the 40s, wasn't it? I think it was either 42 or 44. I feel like we started like what, like at 9 or 10 in the morning? In the morning. Maybe? We were watching March Madness. So it was like a long yeah. day. Yeah, we also it was like we were also still in college, so yeah, we were, yeah. We were able to do that shit. Yeah, hell yeah, it was a long day. I think someone might have broke a record for most uh, diet coke drank that day too. Same. That was that was <laughs> in the upper twenties. That was the same day. Yeah. 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 That was I a big day, man. Kidney stones. I can't even imagine the amount of uh, bottle returnables on that day. Yeah, Shory Shory household did well. Yeah, he did pretty good in that. Another that paycheck weekend. for for Big Ann. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't have to um, work an hour overtime that week. <laughs> the the next one is uh this is actually brought up by my by my wife. Um she's in my football league, so um don't be a co- clock block. All right. We've already kind of talked on this, but don't be the asshole that uses the whole clock and took the same guy you were thinking about the whole time. There is one individual who does this in our league oh. every single year. Millage, we love you, but God damn it, figure it out. I can't even fathom how long the first round's going to take this year. I can't even. I, I, I think half our, of it. That's what I'm saying. It's going to take so long. I'm not even going to show up to the draft until 9 o'clock probably, and it starts at 8, I think. <laughs> he, I love him to death, but he's so, like, it's, like, so, imbe- like, it's who he is that now he just kind of, like, has to do it, right? Like, Yeah, I think yeah, he, I think he can't now. not I think he do he it. He can't. I think he does. He's gotta. He's gotta be that guy. That's just who he is. It's what our league. What it's what he. What he's known for. Um, same thing in my football league. Shout out Travis Ruff. The fucking dude could take forever. Um, he gets like all excited about the pick coming up, and he's like, "Ah, I know I'm taking. I knew I'm taking. Oh my god, my guy's still there." And it's like, "Shut the fuck up, dude. My guy's still there." And I, you see him like beating off in the corner, and he's like, (laughs) "Timer starts." Three minutes. There's no timer in a football league. We're all there. It's like, all right, rough, make the pick. And he's like, yeah, wait, that's the guy. That's the guy. Wait, does he do it to be a dickhead? Or is he, does no, he start to question himself? No, he's just himself. not second guessing himself. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just take the dude you knew you're gonna take T. Rough. I, I, that happens to me. Like, not not saying that I take a lot of like. You I do take get a little nervous, time, no doubt. But like, right when I'm getting ready to draft button, I'm like, oh wait, is there an injury this guy has that I don't know about? So I go and like do like a quick search on the guy, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I don't mm-hmm. see any injuries, so like I'll take him. But I don't yeah, want to be. I don't want to be that guy who drafts someone and be like. He's getting Tommy John. No, the the guy that I mean, the time that does it for me is like when I'm getting ready. I have like two guys in my queue, and there's like three picks for me. And I'm like, all right, one of these guys should be there, and then they both go. And I'm like, then I'm scrambling. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Which I really should be doing. You know, I should have. I try to have four or five in there prepared to go. Um, yeah. But you know, there's sometimes, especially when you get towards the back end of the draft, it's just like a crap shoot. So, it's yeah, that's kind of a pain in the ass when that happens. But. Mm-hmm. This next one uh, touched it. It's pretty close to home for us. Um, one of us. Um, don't join if you can't make the draft. <laughs> if you Fuck can't you be guys. there for the draft, don't be in the league. Like, don't. 
it, you know when that draft's going to be. Take take the time to find out who's going to watch the kids. You know, tell your wife like, hey, I'm going to be go doing a draft. Make sure you have everything lined up, and you're in the league and you're and you're there for the draft. One thing I will say, one thing I will say, because uh, this league's been going on for 13 or 14 years, whatever it is now, is that I feel like at the beginning of this, when we started this league, we couldn't draft on our phones. Like, that technology wasn't even, like, a thing then. Right. And so nowadays, like, I feel like you can be, like, anywhere in the world, and if you have your phone on you, you can draft because, like, it's just, it's built to do that now. So I feel like if this guy were to do this nowadays then oh boy, I, oh boy yeah what, so it, yeah hands up it was me if you guys want to keep beating on the bush <laughs> um yeah and I, the thing is it's crazy we we've i think we've talked about this before i don't even remember where the hell i was what do we what year was it like 13 14 it had something to do with the girl what year did rough no i don't think it did what year did rough and i win the, the league i'll have to go i'll have to go back and look I 13, don't remember either. I think it was 13 or 14. Uh, you won in 13. So, yeah. Jeez. 13 spring. There's no, no wonder why we don't remember it. Mm-hmm. It's freaking nine years ago. Look at him. Look at him. He's doing the math in his head right now. No, I am. I'm trying to figure out. I'll oh, he's frozen. Oh, he's frozen. I thought he was doing math in his head. <laughs> oh, that's green years. Oh, <laughs> am I good now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to do the math. No, I kind of was. Yeah, I was sitting here waiting, trying to do the math in my head on where it, where it came from. But no, I don't. I don't know who that would have been. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. This this next one is a big one for me. Um. Don't talk about your other league during this draft. Oh my god! I fucking hate when guys are like, oh, my other league though in the third round. I got uh Mike uh. Mike Trout. I think I fucking Shut hate that. The fuck. Up. We don't care about your league. You're in this league to talk about this league. Yeah. Shout out John Sean Madigan. You're in <laughs> this league, bro. Talk about this league, the good one, the the league that you haven't won, the one you can't win. You're not good enough to win. Shout out this one. Uh, I think th- I think that goes e- like even further. Like when people will start talking about other leagues that they're in. And they'll be like, oh, man, I had Mike Evans today, and he fucking went off. Like, Brady was just throwing him all the game. It's like, I know Mike Evans had a good game. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about your league, dude. I'm not in it. I don't care. Well, and I was going to say, and I think that's kind of why for myself, like, I was in, I, I don't really play fantasy football that much. I was in Shorey's league at one point, and then I was, like, in another keeper league. I was in uh, another guy that's in our baseball league, his league. And I just got to the point where I was like, I hated like, you know, if I had, like you said, Mike Evans, I had Mike Evans on my team, on mm-hmm. one team, and then in the next league, I'm playing against him. And I fucking mm-hmm. hate that. Hate and it's that. kind of the, one of the reasons why I don't play in, like, multiple baseball leagues either. Yep. That's why I do one league. I'm a one league guy. I don't, I don't. I'm going to be d- playing against it. So. I don't deal I, I with the double leagues. No. And no you know what? You know what else bothers me? Oh, I won that other league. Bro, you, you finished 12th in our league. Mm-hmm. You got shit lucky in that one because our league's good. Don't care about the other league. <laughs> no. No, that one really bothers me. I'm with you, man. Don't I don't, don't brag about winning when you're in seven leagues. The chances are going to happen that you that you <laughs> actually have a decent team and you're a bad manager. Like like Kurt. Shout out Kurt. You've been in our league for 10 years. By football league for 10 years, you've had 
one good year where you didn't finish in the bottom two and you won. I will say the only only thing that I ever care about for leagues that I'm not in is if it's like an awesome like scenario, like say it's Sunday night base Sunday night baseball and um fucking like Fernando Tatis hits like four home runs to like snake the category. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that, I'd be like, all right, Someone that's pretty cool. Someone posted on Twitter or something. That's like, cool. that's pretty cool. But if it's like a Wednesday and Tatis hits like two home runs to give you a lead and for homers, like, I don't care, man, you mm-hmm. know? So Right, like in a situation where we had, I think it was actually sure he was a benefit of this one on one of his championships, I believe. Yes. When uh, Terry Collins pulled Matt Harvey with won. five and two thirds and uh, stopped the guy in our league from getting a quality start from Harvey, which uh, – effectively mm-hmm. ended the championship and wasn't he thrown like a no hitter yeah it was it was like ridiculous he it wasn't was like a no hitter it was something. ridiculous yeah dominating definitely no runs yeah. it was a shout so out stuff yeah. like that i don't yeah. mind hearing about that but i don't yeah. need to hear uh, i just i don't want to hear about a random guy on your team shout out rory sorry about that um chief greenleaf so so this one this next one takes you back to when we used to draft together um, so I was thinking more about my football league. We, we do draft live. Everybody's together in the garage. Um, never peek at someone else's draft prep. Yep. Shout out, but Madigan used to just peek, man. <laughs> I'd be sitting there and I'd have, uh, I don't know, someone in my queue. Fucking that guy might... picks too big before me. Boom, gone. What? He must be, uh. It must it must be common with him because I remember back in the uh, back in college, in the dorms in of Cumberland up in Orono there, we'd be playing Halo online and you know Madigan would used to screen peek all the fucking time when we were playing. Screen so, peeker, screen peeker, big time. Get the peaker. fuck out! You should be dead for that. <laughs> screen peeker in Halo. Hey, people don't that forget. Shit gets ben. You people don't forget. <laughs> double double seven. You screen peeking? Boom boom baby. Double shot to the nose. Right, we got to get back to doing this in person, don't we? I I agree. I would love to get it in person. Like the draft fucking sucks. So like doing this at my house by myself with no one around is like being drunk. Exactly. Like getting together, together with the guys. Together. Yeah. Yep. Um, the next oh, one is uh, pay pay your dues. Um, if you have a chance and your guys are together and and the league commissioner is asking for your dues because um maybe they take it in cash. Uh, if if they take it in both cash or Venmo. Just be ready to pay it. Nobody wants to be the guy chasing you around um, in the final weeks. Um, we have a set rule where you lose draft pick, draft picks, which is effective. Um, it seems that everyone gets to pay on time. But still, it's annoying having to keep track. Um, we started doing it in my football league. Like, you are not picking your first pick until you pay. So um, that way, everyone's paid right up. Obviously, our baseball league's a little different. We don't do it live. So, um, But just pay. Pay the, pay the fucking commissioner. I think the biggest thing for our league is that we don't uh, use a website that costs any money. So there's no upfront fees being paid by like the commish. So I think that we were able to, you know, extend it out longer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think if someone has to front money, regardless of how much of it is, even if it's like 50 bucks, it's like that person's still out 50 bucks. So just pay up. For sure. So yeah, looking at these, we definitely have to get the for next year. Um, the next one is heavy, heavy food plan. Um, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously if you're going to have some beers, you need some food too. Um, and, Speak- and balance, try to balance that. Speaking of food, you got any shout outs for the, uh, chicken wing thing? Uh, I, I do chicken wings, uh, Govy 
Um, Shadow Gov recommended Gorum uh, Sebago Brewing, so we are going to try that. We also got a few other emails, um, one Mm -hmm. in southern Maine from John Martin, and then um, another one that I haven't tried. Uh, What was that called? Congress Street Bar. Congress Street Bar and the wings look dynamite from Charlie. Mm-hmm. So, shout out Charlie. Can't 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 wait to try all three. Uh, we will literally take a picture of all three of them, uh, put them right on our Twitter, and we'll score them. Um, so, and and I'll tag tag whoever sent the emails. So mm-hmm. that way we have them and you guys can see see them. But anyone else, even if you missed out on the twenty five dollar giveaway, you have a spot that we haven't tried yet or I haven't tried yet. Uh, let me know. And if I have tried it, I'll tell you the score that I gave it. So. I do have a list of all the places that I've tried with a score. So top top one is uh, I'll even give you guys the top number one wings in Southern Maine is Buck's Naked Barbecue in Freeport. They're smoked and then they're deep fried under a really hot temperature for a small amount. And the sauce is it's the they just are amazing. I can't even. They're Sounds amazing. pretty so good. Crispy, so good. Shout out, Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, going snake. back to the food thing, I mean, that's huge. You're going to start drinking some beers. you got to have some food. Um, so, you know, try to formulate a plan whether you guys are going to order pizzas. You're going to, you know, order How about whatever, a veggie Chinese pie? food. Or Shout have out. somebody bring a veggie platter. Veggie Shout platter. Out Shout out Pelch, baby. Always got that veggie platter. I think we're going to break a record tonight for the most shoutouts. I just Shout think out. I got a feeling about it. This locker room talk is a lot of shoutouts, baby. A lot of people, a lot of people that we know listening. So just being able to get their their names out there, I, I love it. So let's do it. But man. the veggie platter. Some I think one year we did do Chinese. Didn't we? We all we put mm-hmm. in like an yeah. order of twelve meals. Oh, we got a bunch of a bunch of Chinese, and I think we went to. Uh, then we get a bunch of burger burger meals from Four Corners one time. Yes, we did. That was at my house, and then we did. Uh, that was a double double. One year we went to Chinese and had a few volcano bowls. Oh, it's a good idea. One year we just got like twenty fucking double cheeseburgers and twenty like nuggets from McDonald's, didn't we? Every did year for my yeah, I think we did. Nuts One uh, every year for my football league, um, shout out Cole brings twenty McDoubles. Boom, Whew. it's great. It's amazing. And and like you start off the night and everyone's like eating all the other stuff yep. late in the night. Money getting the drunchies. Money. Smoke them. None left. Um. Oh yeah, this next one. If you're in, if you're with people, um, you're doing it live. Find a good seat. Make sure you get a really good seating oh. arrangement. That get there early. Get there early. Get do a good early. draft. If you're sitting on the floor, oh, you're worried about your back. You ain't worried about pit filling that relief pitching spot. You worried about your back, your ass. Do you feel your balls? Do they go numb? I don't know. You mm-hmm. need a good seating spot, and don't trust me. Once you have that good seating spot, you you belly up with that cooler, you put your feet on it, you don't leave it, and you just start slugging them. Mm-hmm. Do not let say, anyone else or, get that. Or just like kind of have a flashback to like when you were in like middle school and you had called fives. I got fives on yeah. this because you got to take a right. piss. And if you can strategically do it, depending on what the draft is, get a seat closest to the door a door to go outside so if you call fives you can just go piss outside instead of pissing mm-hmm. in the bathroom because everybody knows peeing outside is way better than peeing in a bathroom yes. amen spin facts yep. love a good seat um i you're probably not going to win if you don't have a good seat um all right so this one's big 
let your significant other know that you're having a draft. Give them a week's notice, uh, maybe a month's notice, notice. And then on top of that, try to do a little something nice for them beforehand. You know, like, hey, I'm going away for the for the night. Um, we're going to go do a draft. I'm probably going to get pretty buzzed. Maybe get them like a little pedicure. Maybe get them a little massage before you. That way, baby. you know, you got you gave them a little bit of love, and now it's your time to let loose with the boys. I like it, dude. Yeah, that's good advice. Listen, this hey, is coming hey. from a guy with a lot of experience in draft. Man. <laughs> I've been doing fantasy for at least fifteen years, so a lot of experience. That's, um, and the, that's, here's a, uh, we're on our last one, so. Last one, um, before we get to our shortstop rankings, is know your sleeping arrangements or your ride home. Massive. Don't, yeah, don't, don't be an idiot. Draft. Don't be a dickhead and, and drive home. Well, that's that's a given. Don't do that. But don't be the asshole at the draft like, oh, uh, can, can you give me a ride home? And you're 30 minutes out of fucking town uh, because you got to get back. Or... Uh, I, I I can't get an Uber. I might I don't have Uber. Like know how you're getting home, or if you're just staying with the host, that's great. You know my mm-hmm. football draft. Everybody's welcome. Just let me know prehand. We'll, we'll set up beds. We'll do all that. We'll get everything ready. We we'll just have a plan for that. That's yeah, huge. For sure. That one goes hand in hand with the the uh, not blacking out one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they all kind of go together, you know, have a little bit of food when you're drinking. That way you don't black out. Yeah. Uh, have a good seat. That way you're, you're comfortable. You can get that good little buzz on all they all go together. And if, if we missed any, uh, hit us up on the email, hit us up at Twitter. And we actually have a, uh, Instagram page now too. It's uh, bad dad baseball on, uh, on Instagram. So hit us up there too. For sure. I think that that's all I got boys. So. Uh, if you guys are ready, I think Kev's doing uh, the list. Hey, before we jump into the list, I just want to talk real quick about March Madness, just really quick. Just one thing, because like we we ended our our recording on Sunday night, and then uh, Arizona and TCU game was going on, and I think that was the best game of the tournament so far. I after we get done recording, I ended up putting it on, so I pre- pretty much caught like the second half of it, and then overtime. But that game was incredible. It's the first time I've seen Arizona play, basically, because I think the Pac-12 sucks ass every year, and I don't care about the Pac-12. But Benedict Matherin on that team is one of the most fun guys I've watched play this year, and I've seen him play for, like, a total of, like, 15 game minutes. That dude just took the game over, and I thought that was uh, a super fun game to watch, even though I ended up not going to bed until, like, 1 a.m. because it got over so late, but... What was that? A, did you think? Did you think that was a foul call? The end of regulation. It should have uh, been. I mean, the one at half court. Yeah. No, I do not. I think I've seen the replay a few times, and I think that uh, the guy just he flailed, and the guy I don't think Arizona even hit him. But what a way that would have finished off! That guy would have put that dunk in before. Oh, that would have been buzzer. absurd. Insane. Yeah, that was that was a that was a fun game to watch. Uh, the uh, Arizona's got something good going on there with Matherin and uh, Coloco, though. All right, that's all I wanted to say. So we're gonna do our shortstop ranks today. Today's list, uh, like the same thing, the top ten. Uh, we've got some guys that 
have split eligibility with like we might have already listed them on second base or at third base. So if we get to them, we might just go over them really quickly. But you guys ready? I can't wait. And speaking of which. We've got a guy we've already talked about. Uh, This one is uh, what is he? 31 year old signed with the Rangers. Marcus Semyon. Two of us have him ranked. Ranked at 10th. And then one person left them off the list. Yep. Don't think we've got to say much, but I think I actually had him higher ranked on my second base than both of you guys, mm-hmm. um, which is funny. But I had Francisco Lindor ahead of him, um, just because I think Lindor has a better chance to bounce back um, to where he was a couple yep. years ago. So, um, but we've all, I mean, we've seen him. The, the thing I just want to say is that like he's projected to hit between Willie Calhoun and Corey Seager. And I think that's just a little bit different than hitting between like Bobachet and Vladdy. You know, that's, that's a lot of bit different. So it's that's the only thing about it's him. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All Did right. you hold on? Speaking of real quick, I don't want to make this about Vladdy, but I love him. Did you see the picture of him that yeah. day? Was his trainer put out? Look, yo, dude, dude, slimmed down. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Slim. A month down. before the and see it. training. Uh, Marcus Simeon, by the way, is um. He's actually third average draft position, so he's thirty third um, ahead of you know seven other. Oh, guys he's the third, list. second, yeah, yeah. Uh, third he's, shortstop. It, it, yeah, he he's the yeah. third shortstop taken. So, um, and maybe it seems like people think they can have another big year. Um, we're not as high on him, so. Yep. Uh, all right, ninth we. I think we talked about him already, didn't we? Trevor Story, no, we Sox. Talked, well, we talked about him when he signed, yeah. Okay, so we haven't talked about him. This is his first time in our rankings, then. It makes sense. He's only yeah. a shortstop. Yeah, Trevor Story, Red Sox, 29-year-old. I'll let you guys go. Well, you guys are the Sox year, fans. Be second baseman, second yep. base eligible after the first week, so that's big. I mean, we'll I, see how he does in Fenway. We'll see if he if the monster's his friend or if it's not. But uh, 330 on base was his... his Lowest of his career last year, which isn't good. Uh, 471 slugging, which is the second lowest of his career, which wasn't good. So an 800 OPS. Um, still had 24 home runs, 75 RBIs, 20 stolen bases. I expect it to all probably go up. Um, I don't think it's going to be the 40 home runs and 30 stolen bases he had one year. But I, I expect it to go up, especially being in a good lineup with good protection around him. Um, should help him. Yeah, I moved yeah, I, I moved him into this. this uh my list after he signed with the Sox because I was obviously expecting him to sign elsewhere from Colorado. And I just hated his away splits from Colorado. But then when he went to the Sox, I think this is the one field or one of the few fields that can actually work to his advantage. because He pulls a lot of the balls for homers. So I think that plays really well for, with the monster. Yeah. I don't really have too much to add. I mean, I think other than like, you know, and I think it's a fairly from a pitching standpoint, it's difficult, but I think from like a hitter's park standpoint, the AL East is a pretty good uh, division to play in. So I think playing, you know, whatever it is, nine, 10 games at Yankee Stadium will help. Mm-hmm. I know Baltimore just did some stuff with their fences and stuff, but that's been historically a good home run park. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see a little bit of an uptick the, in, in stories power. The The hitting in the AL East is unbelievable. The pitching is, I mean, Tampa Bay is probably going to have the best ERA and they probably don't have the best pitchers 
if that makes sense. I mean, well, Derek Cole's. I feel like they, the, just, they just lost seeing Boz is yeah, for the beginning. Little... I feel but like Toronto's think... done a lot to their pitching, I feel like, this year. But I agree. They lost like Ray, this... too. But, I mean, they've had it, but they lost Ray from last year. So it's. You went to Seattle. You went to oh, Seattle. No, Ray went to Seattle. Oh, they added Gosman and uh, that Kikuchi there that was in Seattle last year. Yeah. Speaking of Ray, did you see that picture of his pants oh, today? Dude, that guy's got some <laughs> tight ass pants with a big booty. Holy fuck, man! How did he get those on? You put some All long right. hair on that, and I'll be, you know, I'm my eyes will be staring. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> at eighth, we got 27 year old to the newly signed to the Twins, Carlos Correa. I think this is an odd signing for the Twins. Um, one thing about this dude is I think he gets lumped in with a lot of like the elite shortstops, and I feel like he hasn't really done elite stuff. We keep expecting him to do, and he just hasn't. Like His career high was last year for homers was 26, and that just doesn't do it for me, especially when since the start of the 2019 season, he's only gotten one total stolen base. That blows my mind. So, like, he needs to hit home runs to be elite, and he just 26 doesn't doesn't push the needle for me. So, I guess I'm projecting this guy to be better than he is because we keep hearing about him supposed to be so good. Yeah, and this he this guy kind of falls into the same category. I had I remember when he come out, I had the first overall minors pick in that year's draft. No, second actually, and I remember just hoping and wishing the guy that had the first pick took Byron Buxton and he did. So I ended up with Correa and I thought he was going to be a shortstop of the future on my team for the rest of his career. And I finally got to the point where I got offered a deal with uh, somebody offered me Fernando Tatis for Correa and Walker Bueller. And I couldn't jump at that fast enough. Um, so Correa's just was always like infuriating. It's like you'd always go in spurts where he was like the best hitter in baseball, and then he just would disappear or he'd get hurt. Because, you know, look at 2017, 2018, he only played 109 and 110 games, um, seven, only 75 games in 2019, and then the COVID shortened year. And then he had his close to his first full year season last year. But he is kind of falls in the same category to me as Manny Machado. I just I kind of don't like him as a person, I don't think. Mm hmm. It has a lot to do with it just being on the Astros, right? Uh, just just to touch on that, I think that he – I've had him a few times actually since you've traded him, um, and he is hot and cold. Um, I'm just going to look at his splits from last year by month. Um, May, he had an 800 OPS. It jumps up to 1,000. I mean, a 1 OPS um, in June. Drops down to a 500 in July, 550. Mm -hmm. Um, back up in August, um, back down in September. So it's, it's streak. He's a streaky player on a, on a, he was on an awesome team. Um, but he's not nearly a good team. That, and I don't think the, I don't think the, uh, ballparks is good either. Well, no, especially with that, not with that. They don't have that short porch and left like they do in Houston. Right. But you know, you look at his baseball savant page in his 2021 MLB percentile rankings, everything's in red. Yeah. Max X of velocity, top three percent of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like so, he, I mean, he's he's had he's had like the the grades where he should be elite, and he just hasn't like done it yet. I feel like, and we just keep holding, we just keep 
putting him in that elite status, and he just like, is he going to get there? Maybe this year he is. This is his 27-year-old season, so maybe. But And he's also elite with his glove. So when like the national media talks about how great of a shortstop he is, he's elite with his glove. I think he's coming off a goal glove. Um, and, and obviously you got to think about them. They're, they're going to rate him higher than what you would want in fantasy. Yep. All right, uh, seventh, we've talked about him already, 21-year-old in the Rays, Wander Franco. Good? Yeah, good. I don't good really have good. anything else yeah, to say. Nothing on him, All right. Six, uh, on the Rangers, another guy in the Rangers. We've got, how old is he, 27-year-old Corey Seager. What you got, show dog? Um, the biggest thing with Seager is if he can stay healthy, right? We, we know that he can hit. Um, this guy's... I mean, great on base, great hitting. Um, I'm just trying to look at his age. Where where the hell is it? Uh, 27 years old yeah. still, so definitely still in a prime. He's been in the league for a while. Wow. Um, so since he was 21 years old. But uh, 400 on base last year, uh, 521 slugging, so an over 900 OPS. Um, he had 16 home runs, but only 350 at-bats. So like these, if he plays a full season, it's closer to 25. Um, with probably closer to a hundred RBI and well, and a hundred uh, runs, pretty just short of a hundred runs. But I mean, that's on a really good lineup. So I don't know. I think his numbers might go down a little bit just because he's leaving LA. But the ballpark in Texas is better than that. So uh, it's just hard to know without him playing a full year. He never does. I I'm actually surprised I ranked this guy so high because like the notes I wrote down on him like seem like he's trash to me because. Like, it's obviously health, biggest thing. He's only had one season over the last four seasons where he played more than 100 games. Obviously, COVID's in there, too. But And then OPS is the only number that he has that's elite. He doesn't hit a lot of homers. He doesn't get a lot of RBIs. He doesn't get a lot of runs. He doesn't steal any bases at all. So it's only thing he has is his on-base and slugging, I feel like. And maybe that is attributed to because he doesn't play more than 100 games. So obviously, the home run numbers will come up. But I guess until he does it... I don't know, man. When When's he going to play a full season? Yeah, and I, I think I had him the highest ranked of the, the three of us. I had him four. Um, I guess I just buy in to the fact that if he does play, and I'm, I know I'm going on a stretch thinking he's going to, but if he does play, I think he's going to, I think he's going to hit, I think he's going to rake, and I think he can push that 30 homer mark. Um, and with a, with a high up batting average and high OBP. And if he's hitting in the middle of that, Texas lineup, they got some guys coming up that I think can contribute. So I'm just buying in on the fact that I think Seager is going to finally put it together, put a full season together since, you know, really since his rookie year, right? I think it was the last time he played close to a full season, or was it, did he have another one in between there? It's his first full season, yeah. I think he could get called up like midway through this rookie year. And then he played, you know, you know, kind of a some relatively close full season in 19, but other than that, it's been a disaster. So yeah. I just, I guess I'm just, he's, he's projected. And I know this is a long, I fucking hate projections too, but he is projected to be third in home runs for shortstops, which seems 28 yeah. doesn't, it seems like more guys will hit more than 28. I'm just, I Can just you see the projections right now. What do they, what do they project him for the number of games played? Does it show that? It does. Who has him in our league? I agree. It does not, I don't think. No, that's that's. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. One forty-five. I mean, 
yeah, that'd be that'd be tied for second most of his career. So oh, I, that's a big I would, if. I, to me, like baseball's best when the stars are playing and then like injuries suck. Injuries fucking they suck no matter what. Even if like you don't own a guy in fantasy and like he gets injured, like Tat, like Tatis being out for the first three months of baseball, whatever it is, like sucks for the game of baseball. It's brutal. Like it's fun watching this guy play. And I think Seeker could be a fun guy to watch play. It's just like he just hasn't played. So Right. It's funny because I I, I traded for him in the offseason and I didn't really care for him when I when the guy was offering him. And then I just started doing like a lot of research and then I started asking my insiders and my experts, you know, where where he ranks. <laughs> and they liked Corey Seeker so much. So you sometimes you just have to trust your insiders and in, in your experts. So Maybe maybe Texas has got a little bit better of uh, trainers going on than the Dodgers do, and he stays healthy. <laughs> All right, what we got? Number five. This guy's up there. We got 21-year-old on the Royals, Bobby Witt Jr. Who ripped I, today. I will say that I was uh, wrong about Bobby Witt. I, he's been playing third base in spring um, with Montessi at short, so he should be able to pick up third base and he'll short. Uh, like Kev said, he hit a monster bomb today. We've talked about him before, but I have super high expectations. I think he's going to steal a ton of bases. He's going to hit some home runs. Um, he's going to have his ups and downs because he's so freaking young. But mm-hmm. in a keeper league, this guy is, uh, when we talk about electric, he's he's the closest thing, one of the closest things we've seen to potential Mike Trout. Um, yep. So. I, I, I think that one thing that's going to suck about Bobby Witt is that he plays in the Royals. So unless you like buy the MLB package, you're never going to see this guy play, even when he's up in the majors, because the Royals just don't get the primetime games. Never. Yeah. And with the region no. that we live in, we're not going to see him play. So that's that's going to be the only downfall to him, I think. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, fourth place, we've got 29-year-old on the Red Sox, Xander Bogarts. I think uh, Bogarts is one of the more consistent guys. I think you're going to kind of see here at uh, shortstop. You know, you can pencil him in for a th- close to a 300 average, mid threes to upper threes OBP. He's going to score a pile of runs because he's going to probably hit in the two hole on that in that Sox lineup. He's going to sprinkle in a few bases, stolen bases here. He doesn't steal as many as he did uh, early on in his career. I mean, not that he stole a ton that his career high is 15, but that's still pretty solid for a whole year. And he's probably going to hit, I mean, he's been kind of all over the board for homers, but he, I mean, he's going to hit 20 homers. Um, and depending on how the lineup's rolling, he could could be pushing close to 100 RBIs. So I think Bogarts is one of those guys where he's not his, he doesn't have a really high ceiling, but his mm-hmm. floor is very high. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of know what you're going to get with him. So, uh, yeah, big fan of Bogarts. Dude, since 2014. He's played over 135 games every single year. And most of the time it's like up in like the 150, 155 range. So this guy's this guy's playing like every single day for you. And I think that's so huge, especially in our league, like with a head to head league, like you need those starts every day. It's huge. So yeah, like this like for goal said, this guy will not lead the league like in any stat. He won't do it. And you don't want to build around him, but I think he's such an awesome guy to have in your team because he doesn't hurt you like anywhere. And that's huge to have. He yeah. is what Corey Seager strives strives to be. Like he, Corey Seager wants to be him. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't disagree, but I think Seager's got a higher ceiling than Bogarts does. Right, right, but he there's no chance he even plays close to the game. So Seager's by the way, his first game's played, yeah. Yeah, um, he 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 actually will, and this isn't a counting stat, but uh, he probably will lead the league in doubles. Uh, well, at least shortstops and doubles. So he he might not hit home runs, but he does hit a ton of. He he's one of those guys who just mashes the green ball. So that's kind of what you expect from Story too, um, where they use it, where they just hit line drives off that for you know. Mm-hmm. I think he had almost 40 doubles last year, so um, I don't have it up in front of me, of course, but um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Xander Bogarts last year. 34 last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's always up in the top for, for doubles, which puts him like close to the top for extra base hits. Um, so. and, and, and it, like last year too, like just real quick. I mean, if you look at his, uh, his, the first half he had before the all-star break, he slashed 321, 385 and 554. And then he kind of was dealing with an injury after the break, and that dropped to 255, 341, and 413. And then he eventually went on the injured list in September. So, I mean, the guy was probably on pace to have his the best statistical year of his career last year. Um, and that kind of got derailed by an injury. But, yeah, he's just he's as consistent as you're going to get. He had just another quick thing. 52 in 2019, so the year before COVID. 52 doubles that's eight more than the next highest shortstop which was Corey seager so yep interesting all right so now we're into our top three i think these next three guys are just like head and shoulders the best yeah. shortstops in the league and i don't think it's even close like bogarts isn't really even close to touching these three guys like if you do a um a keeper league draft first year draft like these three guys could maybe go top five each i don't know they they might i, I got a question so let me ask you, with that being said, that you do, and I think everybody probably knows who we're talking about here, but if you had a first player, first year player draft, I think Tatis and Bichette, are you taking Witt or Turner? Uh, me, I, I don't plan out 10 years. I just never, I never do that, like even now. So I would rather go with Turner because like you never know what prospects. Oh, I'm, t- um, yeah, I'm taking Trey Turner all day. Just, yeah, same thing. It, you just don't if, know. If Turner can like replicate what he did last year, I think like that's what Witt strives to be. You know what I mean? Like a 30 homer guy with can steal 40 base. That's a, that's an amazing year. So. Yeah, I, I'm just asking because I think, I, I yeah, do think it's, it's a great question. I do think it's, there are some people that, that'll, what the hell? Um, I will yeah. say that on my list, I actually had one of Franco ahead of Bobby Witt. So, yeah. I, and, and I've been on record saying, I think Franco's going to have a monster year. So my question would be for myself, would it be Franco or Turner? I'm still taking Turner because I know for the next three years, he's going to be, elite. well, next two years, he's going to be elite. Um, he's still going to steal bases, hit home yep. runs, get off base, all that stuff. Um, so Trey Turner's for me, check him off. So, so Turner is our guy that's that's ranked third for us. He's is he 28 years old? So I got yep. right now 28 yep. years on the Dodgers. Um, so I think this year he good chance he loses his second base eligibility and just goes back to short. But he's going to have both those all year long, which is massive, I think, for this year. Uh, we all ranked him third in our league. I don't know. I like he could lead the league in stolen bases. He can have an on base of around 400. He could easily and, be the best best player in the league. Yeah. Yeah, especially if Tatis is hurt. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if this guy's number one at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have a full season playing with the Dodgers, and that lineup is just absolutely scary. Yeah. So he's going to have a ton of run-scoring opportunities. 
All right. You good, Gola? Yeah. All right. Uh, second place, we've got uh, 24-year-old on the Blue Jays, Bo Bichette. Dude, I wanted so bad to put him first, basically because I own him. And I just couldn't do it. Like, the Tatis thing, it scares me because he's injured so much. But Tatis last year had 160 less at-bats than Bo. And it's not even close across the board on, like, anything. So the fact that if Tatis can get you, like, I don't know, 140, 150 games, it's, he's, he's easily the best player in the league, I think. And um, I wanted to put Bo there, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah, Bouchette is he's fucking awesome though. He's got the hit the hands. He got such great flow. He's running around the bases. And that that whole Blue Jays team is just so much so much fun to watch. And the thing that's awesome about Bo is he's he's the same thing. He's gonna help you on everything. He's gonna short score a shit ton of runs. He had over 120 runs scored last year. You know, he's pushing thirty. He's he's probably gonna be a 30-30 guy at some point in his career, which is awesome. So yeah, he's 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 a freaking superstar. I think the cool part about Bo is that there's probably a chance that he does actually regress in some of these stats, but he's still going to be a, so effective. Like, even if he's struggling to get on base, when he does, he can turn it into, you know, another stolen base. He's on second, and he's got so many hitters behind him that with his speed, if it's a base hit, he turns that that when he was on first, stole second, he's a run. You know what I mean? I think that he's going to find ways to, to be effective, even if he's struggling because i mean he's so young let's be honest he's gonna have a chance to to regress a little bit maybe um or he might he might be all of it he might be even better um and if he's better then he's he could easily be the number one player too um but i think i think no matter what he's gonna help your fantasy team a ton he should be a top 10 player easily lock it in one thing that last year I didn't like what the Blue Jays did is I feel like they, they moved him around the order a lot. And I, I don't like when oh, that happens because the guys just can't get comfortable. And it's not like he's getting moved from like second down to like seventh or eighth. In the order. He, it was still like it was still like two, three, four. But I just feel like when you don't get it, you don't get the every day. Like, I think it's so huge to come come um, the first inning and just go immediately to the on deck circle. Yep. And then if you like, then the next day you have to go and sit and watch three other guys hit in front of you. I think that I think that messes with people. So I hope this year they have a more concrete plan, and maybe that comes to like George Springer staying healthy. Yeah, and that's another question mark there too, because he's another guy that seems to miss a ton of games. But when he plays, if you look at Springer's 162 pace from the last two seasons, it's it's fucking absurd. Yep. All right. Number one on the list, I don't think it's a question of – I just – this dude's a one on any list. He's one usually on any any position list. It's Fernando Tatis. He's only 23 years old, and he loves riding motorcycles. <laughs> just uh, as a Tatis owner, it's infuriating. Like, the guy just – Absolutely. I mean, you look at he did in 130 games last year, 42 homers, 97 RBIs, 25 stolen bases, 99 runs. I think I looked it up earlier today. If you if if he played in 162 games, it's like 120 over 120 runs, 52 homers, over 120 RBIs and over 30 stolen bases. I mean, that would be arguably be one of the best fucking seasons of all time. Mm -hmm. He just can't stay on the field and it's frustrating as all hell. Um, 
hopefully at some point, I mean, I don't know if it's a bit of a, like an immaturity thing as far as the motorcycles and shit go. And you, you hope as he gets a little bit older, he kind of figures it out. But um, if he's on the field, he's the best player in baseball, in my opinion. Um, I mean, maybe a Cooner or Soto. We'll talk with them guys next episode. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing you really no knock you can have on Tatis other than the fact that he just can't stay on the freaking field. Mm-hmm. He is the he's the best he's the best player on the feet like in the MLB. He is the most fun player to watch MLB. He's got the most swag in the MLB. He's got the biggest like he's the most electric player in the like he is the face of the MLB if he just stays healthy. And and you know what he put up those monster numbers last year with some pretty like wasn't it didn't he dislocate his shoulder or yeah, sliding. I mean, that everything. usually yep. like hinders guys for like the rest of the year. And he yep. came back, and I remember it was like the first day back, and I was like, oh, well, there's another home run. Oh, he, yeah, and I think what happened with him is he he did it. Uh, I think he was swinging his back because he got a one, uh, one hand follow through. And I think moving like the rest of the year, he just kept two hands on the bat uh, on the follow through to try to help with that. But um, he missed. Yeah, there was a couple stints he missed last year uh, because of that issue, and then. It seemed like he was going to be, you know, 100% healthy coming into this season. And then uh, we get news as soon as spring training shows up, he broke his goddamn wrist and he's out for three months. So blame that on the lockout. Yeah. Because, like, if they, they if the, the players couldn't see their team doctors during their lockout. So, I mean, so dumb. That's the worst part of it. Yep. That's yeah, it. That's I mean, that's, just, that's you would you see, well, did you see that? Did you see that? Like, I'm trying to think, was it? Oh, Shohei. Shohei Otani's uh, interpreter. Mm. So he quit his job with the Angels so he could still hang out with Shohei because he wasn't allowed to, like, have yeah, any contact yeah. with him. Because they were friends, and, right? uh, Well, actually, speaking of that, didn't um, Bo Bichette's father, Dante, did that with the Blue Jays? He did. He's he's he's, he's a, a coach. coach. He quit right? his job. Yep. Quit the, quit the job so then he could work with Bo during the lockout, and then they probably just hired him back. But Yep. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm I'm looking at, and I know you guys don't like projections. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. That was actually this guy didn't make the list of our. Oh wait, top wait. 10. Can I say one thing about Tatis? Yeah. One thing about him. The one thing about Tatis where he's really bad in the majors and he's the one of the lowest guys in the entire majors. This is his average home run trot. Two hundred and fifty third worst <laughs> average trot in the majors. It takes him tw- almost twenty seven seconds to run around the bases. You know why? He just because the ball hasn't still hadn't even landed yet. That's why I think he's watching the thing before, it, so he hits it before it hits the ground, dude. I think from from home plate to first base, it takes him probably like eighteen seconds. Then he just like he's so fast, he just runs around the rest because he's pimping the first. He's just. But yeah, anyways, go yeah. ahead. That's that's the uh, swag. No, factor. I, what I what I was gonna say is there was a guy last. He didn't make the list of on our in, our, in this keeper list, but there was a guy. Do you know who the fifth ranked shortstop in our league was last year? Fifth ranked. Is it uh, Dan's he fin- league? He fin- no, he finished fifth. He finished fifth overall in our league last year. It wasn't Dansby. Oh, fifth overall in the whole league? Uh, no, I'm in for shortstops. I'm sorry. Jeez. Oh. Uh, no. Jorge awesome. Blanco. Mm. Yeah, he had a Minnesota? big year. year last year. Yeah. Yeah. 33 homers, 98 RBIs, 11 stolen bases. OBP is not great, but uh, scored a, almost, you know, he almost went 100, 100. What an underrated player, man. So, I mean, if the power, no, but if you look at, if you look at Polanco, um, let me pull up his stats here. 
you know, it was easily his, you know, he four homers, 13, six, 22, four, then 33. So if he can, uh, if he can even maintain some of that on the power side of it, I mean, this guy is going to be, it probably could be a steal for somebody. How old is he? 28. Yeah. Wow. Got Correa in front of him now too. Or yeah. I don't know when they're yeah, Gary Sanchez behind him. Who knows? Gary Sanchez could bounce back too. Yeah. Big potential bounce back. Karloff's in that lineup. Are you guys um, ready for the trade grade? Oh, we got, do we have a throwback? Throwback trade grade? Um, this is a throwback to 2019, year before um, COVID. Um, well, let's get into it. It's uh, a one for one with a draft pick. So, um, Jose Altuve. And an 11th round pick for Jacob DeGrom. I think I would rather, actually, I know I'd rather have Jacob DeGrom because the potential when he pitches is that uh, he's the best pitcher in baseball when he pitches. Uh, so I still think I'd route DeGrom, even though Altuve is much safer. Um, I'd, I'd take the risk at getting the guy who's the best pitcher in baseball. If I recall, um, when that trade was made, the individual that traded DeGrom, I think, had some other guys on his staff. So he felt it was deep enough to trade somebody like that. And uh, that's why he took on Altuve, if my mind serves me correctly. And I believe we I was sitting on the couch at the person's uh, house that we made the, I made the trade with. And didn't happened. you say did you say it was an eleventh round pick? Wasn't it like the first? Wasn't it the first? Well, round pick? I mean, I, I want to give the 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 listeners uh, respect to what our first round pick is, which is really like eleven. I got gotcha. you. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That makes more sense. Uh, I think knowing what we know now, if you could go back to 2019, I think you'd want to have Altuve, wouldn't you? Does Degrom pitch the full season? I don't know, man. Even even Degrom in the limited, yeah, and it's it's really close though. But I mean, even Degrom in his limited pitching, yeah, is just you win the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's head to head, you win the week when he's pitching. It's close. Oh, yeah. it, it is it is closer than we said. Like I think I would I think I would rather go to Degrom, but I think it's you're right. It is closer than what we think. Mm-hmm. So I, if if I I would say the guy who got Degrom, I would say uh, B B. I would say the guy who got Altuve, I would say B minus, because it is close. I'd much rather the Grom if they're both healthy. It's an A and a D, um, but but Degrom's never healthy, and we have no idea what he's going to do. So, who would you rather have this year? Degrom. He threw today. He pitched. <clears throat> Excuse me. He pitched today, didn't he? Don't know. Uh, I don't know either. I saw Walker Bueller did, I think he and did. I saw. India hit a home run, his second home run of the spring. Um, so big things maybe happen with him. Even you know we we think that he could regress. So trying to keep pace with Bobby D. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Bobby D's raking. The Sox are also like six and zero in spring trading, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna finish like thirty five games below five hundred. I think they've like pit. I think they've. I don't know. Maybe they're five games, six games, like you said. I feel like I haven't seen them giving up more than like two runs in a game. Um, and then so, you know when the season starts, their their starting pitchers ERA is going to be above a seven. So Shory, just just get get a little tingle in your uh, in your loins here before we before we end the show. Degrom went two innings, allowed one hit, and struck out five. Yeah, well, you know what? 
I, I'm actually disappointed. I thought he'd have six. <laughs> he he's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I I am very um, tamed about his potential, obviously, because I just know what's going to happen when I read, wake up, and Jacob Degrom meets with trainers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a scary, scary headline to read. <laughs> it's going to happen. So we're recording this on Tuesday night. So we got 16 days to opening day tonight. But when this thing airs, it's going to be 14 days. So that's pretty goddamn exciting. And then we are recording the next episode from your boy's house. Live. Yep. We're going to march in person. We will be going over top 20 outfielders. Top 20 outfielders. Yep. So I'm excited for that one. I don't even I don't even know how it's gonna go. No, it's gonna be. A I think that, I think that one's I think that one's gonna be, probably be like maybe not so much at the top. Like I feel like the first I'd have to even look at the rankings again, but probably the first like three guys I think are 100% locked in on who those are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it's probably gonna be pretty interesting. I think as far as like where we're at each of us so yeah outfield's loaded man i i would i would say oh no never mind i would i was gonna say top four locked in but one of us have different so uh looking ahead but outfield's loaded man it is, it is a really deep, loaded. You know deep position and i gotta yeah get a little question for you guys when we get when we get there for saturday in regards to the outfield so be prepared I think I'll know the answer to some of it, but hopefully, hopefully it's better than. Uh, hopefully, I have a better answer than the uh, fifth ranked shortstop, because I came up fucking shooting blanks. <laughs> yeah, I never would have got Polanco either. I was trying to go through teams really quick in my head, but I wasn't getting it. Yeah, uh, make sure Are you guys good. Yeah. Yeah. Any, shout, any shout outs? I mean, I think my new nickname might be Shoutout Shorey after all my shoutouts in the uh, <laughs> in the locker room talk. So, uh, but if you guys have any uh, more that you would like to, to get out there, now's your no, time. No, just uh, just the whole uh, follow us on Instagram, Bad Dad Seriously. Baseball, Twitter, email. At, hey, our accounts are active. We're trying as hard as we can to pick up some followers. So definitely come in. Uh, Give us some tweets, give us some follows. Um, and then please, if you listen to this, give us, you know, rate this. It helps us. Um, subscribe, follow, um, do all that. And if you guys have anything that need, you need to be traded, I, I mean, if you guys need anything that needs to be graded, uh, even if it's a paper, if you want me to grade your paper, um, we'll, do it. We will, we'll do it. We'll do it live. Um, it doesn't have to be just a trade. Um, it's it's a trade grade segment, but we're we're gonna grade it. Um, so send it in baddadbaseball at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, hey, even if it's football, even if it's football or basketball, yeah. send it in. I was and I was just saying, if there's anything that you guys want us to touch on, talk about, if you want to know what our favorite like wing flavors are, we'll talk. We'll tell you. Just shoot us over any suggestions, and we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. We did do get it. a suggestion for uh, top ten college basketball coaches. So that maybe that will come uh, right after the season starts and we get all these uh, rankings done. So I think that's a great one. I can tell um, you who won't be Coach number K. one. Coach K. Yeah. Definitely not, definitely not going to be number one. So. 
Yeah, Billy Donovan, number one. We know that. Um, so <laughs> Roy Williams, but hey, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, the, the we can see all the downloads. We appreciate. We we know you guys are listening. Thank you guys. Keep Peace. It up. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Peace. Have a good night, boys. Yeah.